0: Hello Nicholas, I'd like to play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Two Peas on a podcast where we discuss the latest and sometimes greatest movies every week gerald here with you of course and my buddy on the other side look at that guy over there chained up and duct taped to my wall in my garage nicholas how are you
1: i feel like we needed like eight other people on this and we could have called it like peas x <laughs> could have been like peas 10
0: like we should have done that get
1: it get it in here yeah editing a podcast with 10 people would have also driven dan insane so there's that bonus for you i guess
0: yeah that would have been the game for him sure why not <laughs> so you just got back from the theater on seeing this bad boy we're reviewing saw literally X. did yeah
1: literally just walked out of the theater from uh from having seen this one so i haven't yeah, had a, I, I haven't had as, as much time to process it as i would like but uh i'm mm-hmm. okay with that Should, i'm okay with that it's fine
0: yeah we're sometimes in like that instant it. sometimes that instant reaction speaks volumes you know yeah. so We'll see. I watched uh, most of it this afternoon when my son was at a birthday party. I did the on-demand thing for this one. Mm-hmm. So I had uh, my little four-year-old run around doing crap and trying to keep him away from where the television was because it was a Saw movie. So that was <laughs> a whole thing in and of itself. But I did get it in, and I just finished it about an hour ago or so. So I'm excited to talk about this one with you. I know it's a franchise that's near and dear to your heart, too. So we'll dive into that a little bit as well. But before we get to the review of Saw X this week... We start every episode, Nick, with what we call one big question. You've got to ask yourself a question. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? I have a question too, Gerald. Hit me with it, man. Hit me with it.
1: You want to play a game?
0: <laughs> I already did that. I was like super. Oh, is that not? Is that that? That
1: could be my. That's my one big question, though. Like, do you? Want oh, to, wow. Do you want to play? That's not even really a big question. That would be like the worst. uh The worst big question because it's like <laughs> so open ended. I mean, what do you even? What do you even do with that? No. So, so 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 so. gee gee, Let me. There's an aspect of this movie we're going to discuss when we tear down the spoilers uh later mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and get into it and and I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to it right now only as shooting fish in a barrel. Okay. Okay and if if you if if what group or what person people whatever Mm -hmm. who has maligned you so badly in your life Mm -hmm. that you would want to set them up in in a saw style (laughs) trap and dan dan Brennick cannot be one of your answers
0: uh Uh, i was gonna say just one person (laughs) his name is dan Dan His not is oh um no, I love you, Dana. I would would not do that. I don't think. Uh, this is a tough one because I'm I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter, man. I don't I don't hate anybody. I don't I don't think I've really been maligned. But if I had to answer, mm. okay, because that's what this segment's kind of all about. You're kind of putting me on the spot here. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna sound really bad, but I would say retail customers. Wow, <laughs> and the restaurant <laughs> business too. Let's get all those like Karens together. All the, Yo. all the, I want to see the manager customers that are Yo. just like pissed about the most minuscule thing. Like they're the only person on the face of the earth. Like I don't have anybody else to take care of and they just, you know, take it out on me, you know, or one of my employees or whatever. And it's just okay, the entitlement, the entitlement kind of gets to me now with that being said, it's not that serious. I'm not trying to torture these people, but to answer your question, that was the first thing that came to mind do you have an answer for your own question he does want to torture him he's just trying to play coy (laughs) he really really is so there's a there's a
1: particular thing that i really i really find gratingly terrible because Mm -hmm. social media we talked about this a lot i don't know over the past couple episodes of like social media and how like negative negativity can spread so easily because of like rage bait and things like that Uh, rage bait content producers just full stop period Mm. like people that 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 create like those food concoctions where they like wrap a full box of dry spaghetti and ground beef and then like wrap it in bacon and then dump a bunch of milk in with it and put it this is probably one that i've actually seen like i'm just trying to recall bits of them from memory but like Mm -hmm. anybody that's listening to this you know what this kind of content is the second i'm mentioning it because it's like they're deliberately making food wrong because they want people to negatively engage with it to leave the comments because they're going to get more impressions more likes sure uh more reactions to the video which means it's going to get pushed higher in social media algorithms i hate Mm it uh like i hate That social media on the whole rewards this type of behavior with like pushing it and promoting it even further. And then like Mm -hmm. I hate that there are people who like literally they 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 will just continue to push and promote this stuff in some cases. And I mean like the rage bait food stuff is like is one thing. Like that doesn't really hurt anybody. Uh like but there are there are things out there that are dangerous, like that are on like TikTok and stuff that they have kids trying, like putting eggs in a microwave. Don't put eggs in your microwave, people don't do it. It's bad. They explode. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Like there's like literally like things on TikTok and stuff like that, that like, you know, that, that, that people do that are, that are terrible, stupid, bad. Those people, all of them, please hook all of them up in the, in the bathroom. It's behind me here. The get them in the, put
0: them in a device That toilet right there, <laughs> that, that, the saw
1: toilet from the first movie, that one right there,
0: you know, I, I, to your point though, I hate it when the content that's being created, it's not about the subject matter and the, the people doing it don't care about what they're talking about they only care about baiting people in just to get the click you know i mean that's it's a shame i mean that that there's so many different examples
1: of that on social i mean yeah. think of like articles you know where where how many times have you read a misleading tweet or yeet i guess as it is now thanks elon mm-hmm. uh, how mm-hmm. many times have you read a miss misleading tweet where you click into the article and it's like well that that's not what that's not what that was about at
0: all Right, right. But
1: you wanted to incense people by reading a, a salacious headline and mm-hmm. the more people engage with it, the more those impressions you get and the more the algorithm pushes it and more people see it.
0: Well, my one big question is a, an extremely simple question. All right. But I wonder if Do you want to play your brain, your brain is going to start racing with Ooh. it. So Karen's I no. don't <laughs> we already went there. I don't really even know what the question is so what i'm going to say without giving away any of the things that happen in this movie because i don't want to talk about that quite yet but you know the setup you know jigsaw's deal all right and you know he sets up these elaborate traps for people that he feel like they've wronged or whatever i'm just gonna say as one of those victims could you do it nick that's my question nope you're just done you're just dead yep i'm just dead you're not gonna try to saw your own foot off or any of that shit. No, I
1: couldn't saw my own damn foot off. Like, are you kidding <laughs> you me? Can't do- no, like I I abhor pain in like literally all of its all forms right. and So passions. You're just like, dead then. I'm just dead. Yeah. Goodbye. Good. Uh, nice that's knowing it. you guys. Okay.
0: All right. Well, could you uh, bake spaghetti with bacon and beef poured on top with milk and?
1: <laughs> I I would rather <laughs> saw off that. my leg. I would I rather saw it.
0: off my leg. That'll that'll do. Then you'll be sawing legs. Yeah. On. Yeah. All right. Well, that was easy. That for me, I think. No. Now, no. I, I, I'm going to say no, but let's be honest. It's one of those things you don't really know, though, because the will to live in the moment. You know what I mean? Like you don't really know what you would do. Like you, I mean, yeah,
1: you're not Okay, fair, fair. I'll give it I'll give that
0: to you. You That's start fair. having flashes of your kids or whatever. You mean, you know what I mean? Who knows? I mean, I just don't know. I, I mean, my answer is no, but at the same time I don't really know. Yeah. Like That's if fair. I was faced with it, we'll see what happens, but hopefully I never will be. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, well there there you go for one big question <laughs> this week. And the review, Ooh. and wow, leading into it, there is a dark territory. Ooh. But we're going to be talking about Saw X. Now, Is Nick, you'll know better than me, Is this, this is the 10th film, right?
1: Yes, because there was Saw 1 through 7. 7 was 3D. 8 was Jigsaw. 9 was Spiral from the Book of Saw. So this one mm-hmm. is the 10th Saw film. Although, chronologically, it takes place between the first and second films. So before... Yep because it was in now spoilers for the saw franchise. It was before Amanda was revealed because she was in the first film as a, as a survivor of one of his traps, Mm -hmm. but she wasn't revealed to be one of his, like his apprentice until the second one, which is kind of funny. Like there's no universe in which like, think about like star Wars, Gerald, like a lot of people like to kind of think about watching the star Wars series chronologically instead of in order of release like you watch like one two clone wars three rebels mm-hmm. and, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know you don't you know understand what i'm saying though like you couldn't do that in this case because nah. the big twist in part two is that she's working with jigsaw right that's like such a huge important twist in that movie
0: yeah and each one of the movies individually try to have some kind of like oh shit moment and yeah. a lot of them work really well, and some of them are kind of like, eh. We'll talk a little bit about the one in this movie, obviously, when we get into the discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, so it wouldn't work if you did that though. With, with this, you couldn't watch Saw One, Saw X, because all of a sudden Amanda's going to show up, and you're like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. So it wasn't made with that in mind. So like, if you're if you're thinking about introducing somebody to the Saw franchise, do not think Just about start. like, I'm going to have them watch Saw One and then watch Saw. No, don't no. don't do that.
0: Nope. Just watch them, I, honestly, the way, the way they were released. I feel like that's the only thing you can do, really. Yep. All right, well, let's do it, man. So before we get into the All discussion right. proper, we give our score up front every week out of 10. Me and Nick have not discussed it with each other in the early score reveal. Damn
1: it, this always happens. I think I'm going to score, and then I never score. It's not fair.
0: Six oh, out of 10. Seven out of 10 for me. Six out of 10 from Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what? And by the way, this is the same this is the third week in a row. I haven't had to even dirty they up another page in this notebook.
1: <laughs> I just have <laughs> numbers written down in this notebook and then I just <laughs> flip to the I just I just flip to the, the corresponding page. I
0: don't just write down a new one
1: every week, you know.
0: I'm a consistent critic, I guess. I just give seven to everything. <laughs> it's hard to except for the room. The room I had to write down. Room's what was 10. That?
1: the room is ten. Two. Yeah. I ten.
0: All right. So let me read this, let me read this synopsis real quick. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, between the events of Saw and Saw Two, a sick and desperate John Kramer travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer, only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Armed with a newfound purpose, the infamous serial killer returns to his work, and he turns the tables on these con artists using his visceral and ingenious traps
1: so this is this is this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna do audience i'm gonna make gerald give a different synopsis of this movie that doesn't include those plot details because i only Mm. saw like one trailer for this or something like that maybe but i Mm -hmm. read a plot synopsis of this when i was like getting stuff like earlier today before i went to see the movie Mm -hmm. It ruins the entire first act setup of this movie, if you know, even that synopsis going into it, because the whole time
0: I'm just like, when are they going to figure it out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When are they going to figure it out? It does hurt it because. All right. So this is spoiler free, guys, for a few minutes. okay? and I want to kind of touch on what Nick said there, but we'll keep it spoiler free for the next five minutes or so. And we'll let you know when we get into spoilers for Saw X. So I agree with you. It's funny because the first like 30 to 40 minutes of the movie when we're kind of following John Kramer's cancer battle and his visits with the doctor and, you know, he has that meeting with other cancer survivors, not survivors, but people with cancer. Like a support group, yeah. A support group, yeah. And then, you know, it's all this different kind of like sentimental stuff that is not in any way reminiscent of – any of the saw franchise no like, you wouldn't even really know it was a saw movie if you'd watch the first half hour aside from that one like you know flashback thing he has with the eyeball trap it's or not whatever, even a but...
1: flashback it's like a daydream that he has or something yeah, don't, like that which literally it's only in the movie because otherwise the audience would seriously wonder a half an hour into this if they're actually watching a saw movie that's literally the yeah. only reason that scenes in the movie because yeah. like when i saw it i was just like Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. He's gonna, they he's gonna fast do the, forwarded to, the saw yeah. thing, and now he's, now he's got the. And then they fast. I'm like, really, like you start. There's a. I've got so many, so right, many well, different things to say about this movie.
0: Since we're in the spoiler-free part, let me disagree with you in terms of that first half hour because it's weird for me because I loved it. Like, I thought it was a really emotional connection to John Kramer, and it really humanized him. Um, as this kind of like grotesque jigsaw character that we had known for the last hell, I don't know, 15, 20 years, whenever the first one came out. Yep. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I was kind of like what you're saying. Like I knew all the doctors were lying and I knew it was fake and I knew they were scamming him because that's the way the movie was marketed. That's in the trailer. That's in the damn tagline that I just read off IMDB even. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, there's no way you would not know that unless you just didn't, unless you purposely stayed away from all marketing of this movie before you went to watch it, which is obviously a hard thing to do for anybody that's on social media or whatever. So I guess what I'm saying is I really, really liked that stuff. And I thought it was different for the franchise and it was really the only human emotional connection that I'd had to this John Kramer character. I love Tobin Bell. So I thought he really had a great opportunity to kind of like, I mean, he played that kind of like, uh, Cancer stricken person, like flawlessly. Like, I mean, he was great, and you really did sympathize with that dude, even knowing what we know from the other nine movies. You still sympathize with him in that stuff. But I feel like the marketing did hurt it though, because, like you said, I mean, you knew none of it was authentic. So you just knew we were yeah. kind of waiting to get to the traps, basically.
1: Yeah. And like, I really wish that I hadn't known. Like, I, I right. really wish that I didn't I know even that little tiny synopsis bit, because yeah like the whole time you're just like okay but when's he gonna figure it out like okay but when's the when's the big reveal gonna come that none of this is is right so it's it it plays out in in its first act like a character study of john kramer the human john kramer not jigsaw the character of Mm -hmm. you know what he is dealing with with going through this uh with going through this cancer battle and i don't think that's bad i don't think it was bad necessarily but I, I think that the Saw movie needed to saw at at some point, and I and I and I don't know necessarily narratively if all of that entirely worked in its favor. And then there's some other different twists and in turns that the movie takes at at different intervals that I also. <sighs> I'm really torn on it like I'm really really torn on it like as, as as much as like now this is leagues better than like a than like a saw five saw six yeah. saw 3d it's way better than those it's so great to see Tobin Bell back like doing the full performance all the way through the movie again
0: before we get into the spoilers and stuff with specifics I mean I do want to say that I feel like this might be my favorite one since the original but I also want to say, imagine how much better it would have been than a seven for me personally if I didn't know any of that stuff. And if I and if I was hit with that plot twist 30 minutes in, like, oh, shit, they've been scamming him. You know, uh, when he kind of realizes it is when we realize it. I feel like that would have been so impactful. And you could have just made a trailer with fucking Jigsaw riding a ride on a trial cycle and... I mean, people would have horror fans would have loved it. They wouldn't have needed that backstory in the trailer. Do you know what I mean? Like they still were going to go to the movie and that would have been one of the infamous saw plot twists. I feel like, you know, not in the, not at the end necessarily, but like, Oh my God, like they're scamming John Kramer. Like, Holy shit, this is going to end badly for them. And you find out in real time with him. I mean, I I don't know, man, it would have been from a seven to like a nine for me. Because I I feel like I would have just been jaw on the floor if I'd have found that out in real time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's peel back the spoiler wall, guys, because it's really hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it. We'll get into some of the kills and some of the character stuff that we were talking about with John and some of the other characters in this movie. And obviously, Amanda's back. We'll talk a little bit about that. Shawnee Smith, who I love. All right. So uh, going forward, guys, spoilers for Saw X. If you have not seen it, please skip ahead to the end of the episode or come back after you watched it. Nick, as a, I just gave you a bomb drop there. This is my second favorite Saw film. And I'm saying that without really reflecting on, I was telling you before we started recording, I don't really remember probably three or four of these movies. Uh, I saw them, but I'm like, what happened to those? But at first thought, this is probably my second favorite, only to the original. What What do you think, man? Where does this kind of sit for you in the franchise? You love this franchise. I do. Yeah. What do you think?
1: this this would come so three one and three are my favorites like i absolutely love three because that's kind of when you know and and this let's this movie actually does some nice kind of things because there's a more hopeful i think tone in in the relationship between uh between john kramer and amanda in this film Mm -hmm. than obviously in three where we know that she has been setting traps that are inescapable and that she's really not kind of maybe what he was looking for all along in terms of an apprentice to do like follow up following on from it from his legacy or or whatever like that i Mm -hmm. really really love three i really really love the emotional journey that both of those characters go on in that film it's a lot better than i think a lot of people give it credit for Uh, i really really love three two is probably after that for me This I would put after the original original trilogy, the original three. Four I still enjoy fine, but that's when we start getting Costas Mandalore, who of course had to rear his
0: oh man friggin
1: face in this movie and, and I, I expected oh, it i do, like he he pulls up the phone at one point he's like i need you to find this person detective and i'm just like he's talking to freaking and i was like i knew i knew he was going to show up at some point in it and of course he of course he did and then immediately so the six i gave was only for the non-spoiler portion but now that i can safely talk about the fact that costas mandalore is in the movie i'm giving this a zero uh, as well, is any he, other is movie he in
0: it uh is he he's not in, it's, it's just his voice though right or is he actually in it i can't he's remember is it. He, he makes an appearance
1: yeah did you
0: skip the mid-credit scene oh yeah i did i haven't seen it yet yeah he's in the mid-credit scene you can tell we can talk about it i i have it on demand and i haven't seen it yet it takes place in this bathroom Okay. So you didn't
1: even watch the mid-credits scene? Oh man, should I spoil it for you or not? I don't know if I should spoil it for you. We or not. can
0: talk about it. I um, I'm gonna there watch one, it. Literally. So here's the thing: here's I can watch it now if you want. I can pull it up in my Prime and watch well,
1: it. Well, it doesn't even matter. But like, think there's one person left. They 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 got everybody else that was involved in the scam except for one person. Who's the last person that they didn't get that was involved in this scam and and getting John suckered into this scam?
0: I wonder if it's the one I was going to ask you about, which is the black guy in the beginning. Yep, it is. Yeah, because I wonder why that didn't come back around. So they they address that then.
1: Yeah, they address that. Yeah. Okay. In in All this right. in this bathroom here, uh, super spoilers. Uh, but there is a mid credit scene, and yes, Costas Mandalor, Detective Hoffman comes back for. Uh, the, oh, yeah, God. yeah,
0: his voice is in it at least at one point earlier in the movie. That's uh, what I uh, yeah. thought you were referring He's, to, and yeah. then you were talking about him being in it. Okay, well I didn't know there was a mid credit scene. That's crazy. Um <laughs> it's fine. I mean it's I'm it's it's, check it out. it's fine, but it
1: doesn't really it doesn't really add anything to the to the mythos. And let me let me tell you, like I think spoiler wise, I think I wanna I wanna jump straight to I'm glad that there was no
0: future jigsaw apprentice twist set up here. Yeah, you said you were looking forward to that not being a thing, so
1: Yeah, I was really worried that like this movie was going to jump back in time chronologically, but it was going to give us the secret jigsaw apprentice that still survives to modern day. And like we're now we're going to get 50 more saw sequels. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Although, although, although there is Carlos.
0: Yeah, the little boy. Yeah, I I was thinking that, too.
1: Well, with that, like, is that way too tenuous a connection to think that that kid would have somehow then because he he was he's like nine years old when John Kramer dies. So
0: right, but he gave him however many millions of dollars that was. You know that is true. It was end. a lot of money. Then he definitely probably had a connection to John Kramer and felt a uh, allegiance to him. I feel yeah,
1: like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably.
0: Do you think that Carlos being there at the end? By the way, this is... all right. So let's talk a little bit about the kills a little bit before we get there. I guess. I texted you. After fucking, hang on. I got the cast list here. Uh, Who was it? Uh, I want to get the character's name right. Valentina's kill. Oh, yeah. Which which is really the first one that we see with the trap, with the um, basically what was uh, basically like uh, power line cables around her head, basically to like slice or behead her if she didn't complete the task. And yeah. She had to cut her own leg off, yep. which she does, yep. but then the blood from her body has to fill up this bone, uh, marrow. She's to,
1: it's bone marrow. She's got to fill bone up bone marrow. This, this yeah. Thing. yeah.
0: And it's like a race against the clock. And basically the time runs out before the bone marrow reaches its limit. So it still cuts her head off. bro I was watching that like three minute sequence just like I mean this says a lot about me but I was ear to ear bro I was like this is the greatest shit I've ever seen in a Saw movie uh I love that kill so much and I was like if this is where we're going in this movie finally now that we got all the stuff that we already kind of knew about anyway out of the way uh I'm all about it how did you feel about the kills in this movie especially compared to some of the other Saw traps
1: they were good I didn't think they were bad uh, by any means. I thought they were, I thought they were still good. Like I said, except for, I really, I really, really disliked that whole eye hose thing in the beginning. Not that the trap was bad. The trap was fine. The trap was perfectly great. Like I really liked it. But the fact that, like I said, it, it's only purpose in the movie is to remind you that you're watching a saw movie and don't worry. We're going to get to the grotesque, like yeah, gross out, like saw stuff eventually, but you got to sit here and deal with this like character thing first. Like, I really, really hate that that was in the movie. I really, really hated it.
0: Me too, because that's another failure of the marketing. I mean, the freaking poster has that on it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's like that's like literally front and center about – I mean, most of the saw like marketing is just kind of like tenuously to get the number with some kind of body part or mm. whatever in, in the marketing. I mean, but like it's like when that's like front and center in your marketing and everything and it's literally just kind of him – fantasizing about like thinking it putting this kid in this trap who was like going to steal stuff from a patient or something like that. But like I said, it's narrative purpose is literally only to just remind the audience that yes, you are watching a saw movie. No, you didn't walk into some other random medical drama starring Tobin Bell just please wait you're gonna we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to the to the blood don't this, worry
0: this this isn't an episode of Grey's Anatomy you're in the right theater literally <laughs> <Yeah>. literally <laughs>
1: terrible absolutely terrible storytelling like you do not yeah you do not need that at all like I, I liked agree. like the there's like the one easter egg of him sketching out the sketching out the head right. trap from three that's I believe that's from three I think that's that cross thing where it twists the guy's neck around
0: Mm-hmm. but
1: then he threw it away yeah he well he threw it he threw it away but then it was like that was one of the traps i'm pretty sure that amanda came back and like it is yeah. and, and that was and like hurt. hers i think
0: yeah yeah so yeah i um the the kills were, were great i mean that one i loved yeah the kills I, it was were just the kills so were brutal good. it was just so brutal and it was so like you, you know she did it like she cut her leg off she's get you know what i mean and then she still died and and by being decapitated no less Yeah, yeah yeah and This movie with Tobin Bell, with um, John Kramer, also I felt like because we had that connection in the beginning with him and we were kind of rooting for him, even though he was the killer, obviously. I mean, he was the antagonist. We're pulling for him. And what I thought this movie did really well that I didn't really get a sense from with the other movies is that he really sympathized with some of his victims too. Not the main doctor the blonde or whatever like she was the big bad i feel like yeah yeah but like you could hear him talking to amanda in private and the looks on his kind of in his mannerisms and in his face especially with like gabriella which was the young girl that he really connected to when he went to get the surgery initially Mm -hmm. like you could kind of tell like he was in a way kind of rooting for them to get out of these traps you know like he didn't necessarily want them to die with the exception of maybe the lead doctor. What's her name, by the way, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, Cecilia, right? She yeah. was the lead doctor. I think Peterson.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's, I, I, I don't think that's something that's necessarily not always been true of John Kramer. No, I think but, he, John but it was really focused on it. Well, it was, cause this was more of like a John Kramer character piece than it mm-hmm. was, than it was a, just, you know, straight up, Torture saw gore horror movie, you know, it's much more about like him as a character and like that kind of philosophy. It kind of takes you back to the core philosophy of like the original saw movie or like the original couple of them, which is like, you know, putting people in these tests and putting people in these things because you want to like enlighten them and in a way, like show them, I mean, in his own messed up way, anyway, like, you know guide them to a better life like you know like lead them away from like whatever path they've been on and like you know try to improve their life and i really think that what this movie does a really good job of is showing that like that really is his aim like his aim isn't to watch them die in really horrible grotesque terrible ways his he really does want to try to redeem people in his own you know twisted sick way sure but you know sure
0: we um what I was gonna say earlier and to kind of lead up to that I just wanted to ask your opinion on the kills but what I was gonna say is and I feel like this has also happened in a lot of the of the other installments as well but it was really convenient at the end that it all kind of fell through um for his plan there with the waterboarding scene and I was gonna ask you if you thought Carlos the young boy was meant to be there like do you think john kramer kind of uh initiated that somehow or did that was just happenstance or no amanda was supposed to be there yeah
1: yeah it that's was supposed true to, it was supposed to it was supposed to be amanda i mean you have to take some things like with a grain of salt when you walk into a saw movie number one john kramer's a genius that thinks 25 steps ahead he's like batman you know, like Batman's always got a plan. Batman's always prepared for whatever the villain's going to do, whatever they're going to throw at him, no matter what. And Batman's always got a contingency plan, and he's always worked it out fifty steps ahead. That's John Kramer. That's Jigsaw. Like, so he's he planned for all of that, but he didn't plan on Carlos showing up because that's why they said they had that one little scene. It's like, you know, it didn't necessarily work out the way we wanted it to.
0: Right, right. But right. it's
1: we still achieved so the same he, end anyway. It was supposed to be it was supposed to be he and Amanda, but you know, Carlos showing up was just. You know, it, it still worked out the same way for him.
0: So it was supposed to be him and Amanda, and then they were going to go get the money, which was going to set everything else off. OK. I didn't pick up on that initially, but I guess you're right. Because I don't even know obviously- what he would have
1: done with the money if Carlos hadn't have been there because they just packed it up and sent it off with Carlos. I don't even know what they would have done with it. Probably would have just like returned it to the victims or burned it or something. Who knows?
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. Well, I didn't see the mid-credit scene, but aside from that, I mean, did this movie bridge? I mean, I'm going to have to defer to you, but did it, did it bridge well from like one to two? Like, did see, it this is make sense that it was here. Or?
1: I was very apprehensive. I've talked about this on the show in the past couple of weeks. I was very apprehensive leading into this movie, trying to ask the question of why do we need this? Mm-hmm. Why do we need this? What's the narrative purpose of this? You you know. Bill. <laughs> and like I said, I really, really expected that they were going to set up another far-flung in the future Jigsaw apprentice or whatever. Although that woman is still alive. Cecilia's still alive. So yeah, presumably she's going to end up popping up again in a future Saw movie doing Lord knows what. But I really like <sighs> it's so, it's so, so tough because I think that what I, what the film should have done more of. Is spent more time. If you were going to bring Amanda back and you were going to focus more attention on the relationship between John and Amanda, I think that that should have been its focal point. And it kind of wasn't. It was kind of it. The film has. it On one hand, I loved the character piece setup of John, just seeing him as a frail old man who's got cancer, mm-hmm. who's just trying to anything that he can to find a way to to beat it to keep fighting because he's gotten like you know just a terrible prognosis i loved all that stuff but it was also unbelievably long it was this insanely long setup to Mm -hmm. just get to the saw movie did it need to be as long as it was to actually just get to the saw movie like and then even after he finds out even after he finds out that it was all a trick it's like 15 20 minutes of them capturing all the people and like going through all of these steps why is all this stuff in the movie why did it not when he goes back to the to the laboratory and finds out that like they were really watching like what was that like a dvd about like DVD medical training or whatever brain
0: surgery <laughs> yeah, yeah like
1: like when he find, when he first finds that out why does he not why does the movie not just immediately cut to all of those people in in traps and then we can like have flashbacks to because that's what yeah. like think of the, the first movie like that's what we did in the first movie we saw them in the traps first and then we found out how they got them there through little little inserts and stuff like that like we didn't we didn't have to go through this really long drawn out sequence with all these different people of them getting captured it's just it the the saw movie it does a lot of things different from a normal Saw movie, which I think is good. But then I think it pushed that envelope too far, and the Saw movie took too long to Saw movie.
0: <laughs> right. What I've been waiting for all day. Now. I think, to answer your question, I mean, I don't know, but I think that that little middle part in between the character study stuff and the traps – was to really introduce Amanda back into the fold, right? Because that's when we got her with the pig mask and she was the one. Because I actually thought for a second. And by the way, they don't hide Amanda in the trailer either, which was a bummer. No, no, I been saw, a, I saw been, her in the trailer. That could have been another plot twist for Saw fans.
1: If this was taking place between Saw 1 and Saw 2, I would have assumed that she was going to be in it. Like, well, even true, without ever I mean, seeing you have her, known, would have expected yeah. at least her or God forbid Costas Mandalore to show up.
0: But I do think I did think at one point, like, it's not believable. Like, this guy's dying of cancer. He's frail. He can't. I mean, you know, he had that uh, tedious handshaking stuff, which was all great by Tobin Bell, by the way. I mean, he really nailed great it. Great
1: performance. Great performance by Tobin
0: Bell. Oh, my God. So good. But I mean, I was just like he can't he's not doing he can't kidnap all these people like they punch him one time and he's on the ground you know so gerald that's the plot of saw three congratulations well, that's true <laughs> <laughs> the, saw, the franchise has already addressed this yeah i know but anyway so amanda was kind of brought back to us in the in those sequences i mean i didn't hate them but i kind of get what you're saying too where it's like i mean it was literally half the movie before we got to the saw stuff in the warehouse they were really
1: really good sequences and i think that it was good to see a Saw movie not be a normal Saw movie. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that. It wasn't so much about the elaborate traps. Like, the traps in this, like, if you think about how ridiculously convoluted some of the traps got in some of the later Saw installments, none of them were really that convoluted or complicated here. They were pretty simple, straightforward traps. And I think maybe that's because they were not on their home turf. They were they were in Mexico. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's, be, like maybe he didn't have the time to put together elaborate traps or whatever, or it was just kind of a thing that they just threw it whatever the case may be. But I, I feel like this didn't go too far. This didn't like, this didn't go to those absolutely ridiculous, insane traps. Like what was it? Was it, was it saw 3d that had like the carousel of all of them? Like all the different things, like it's like the, the movies, instead of focusing on the characters and instead of focusing on like john kramer and like why john kramer does what john kramer does and like all those different things it really really just got focused on like outdoing the previous trap and maybe that's why some people watch these movies that's not why i watch them but maybe that's why some people watch these movies because they want to see oh is this trap going to be even better than the last one better than the last one better than the last one uh this movie didn't do that
0: i thought they were good but they were they were simple though you're right but um like i like the one with the fucking with the brain and the it, the mask closed on him, and it had the heat lamps inside the mask, yeah, 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 which yeah. essentially burned him alive, I assume. Yeah. Um. But, you know, that's why I asked you in the one big question, like, could you do it? Because, I mean, some of these, I mean, like, cutting out your own brain, like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Especially me. Look at this head, dude. Like, you want me to cut into this thing? Mm. <laughs> like, <Light. laughs> I mean, you can at least like
1: get some sandpaper oh, and like scuff it up so the light doesn't reflect off it so badly.
0: I just got a, what do you call the fucking, the soft uh, thing for my key light, buddy. I'd try to help you out there a little bit. Um, all right, so SawX, uh I dug it. I, I mean, I, I really liked it. I, I just, I know this is going to sound so weird, but. I feel like, had I not seen any of the marketing materials, and unfortunately, that includes even the fucking poster, which, of course, how are you going to avoid that? I don't know. But if I had not seen any of that stuff prior to my first viewing of this movie, I feel like it probably would have been my favorite Saw film. Like, I probably would have just been like, oh my God, every 20 minutes, like, oh my God, that, oh my God, Amanda, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would have just been a lot of revelations that I w- wouldn't have been expecting for the most part. Whereas because of the way the movie was marketed, I kind of knew all of that stuff. And to your point, I was just kind of waiting to see what the traps were like. And, you know, I mean, if he was going to beat his cancer somehow or like whatever. But the setup was already given to me in a two minute trailer. And frankly, the poster kind of sucked because no pun intended, because I had the (laughs) eye trap all in my mind. And I'm like, this is going to be the most amazing saw trap ever. And then we get it and it's just a quick daydream kind of sequence. Completely was lame. So, so terrible. Th- the marketing, the marketing is what not the movie itself. I don't want to take points away from, but I mean, I kind of am just because it ruined my enjoyment of it. That overall. trap
1: is great too. Like I would have loved it if that it was an been actual bothered. trap that somebody had actually been put in, but no, it was, it was just him having a little daydream because like I said, narratively it's, it's literally the filmmaker telling you hey don't worry you didn't walk into the wrong theater we promise yeah. this is actually a saw movie that's literally yeah. its only purpose and it's pointless I think it did I think it It. it it's if you're a fan of this franchise you got to watch it like it's, it's yeah. definitely it is infinitely and I mean infinitely better than like five six seven uh, probably lump jigsaw in there as well i didn't see spiral i probably will watch it this season though before before the horror season and just to just to get it in and digest it maybe i can do that sometime in the next week and report back on the show next week when we watch mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. five nights at Freddy's. but like i i think it, it like for fans of the franchise i think you're going to get your whistle wet i think it's going to give you more of an exploration of john kramer as a character which i'm glad to get back to after like endless sequels of jigsaw apprentice by proxy by proxy by proxy and like john kramer's been dead for five movies but we're still like trying to set stories of these games that he's somehow set up and all this different stuff and it's just like oh my god Uh, i i really like those aspects of it but like i said at the same time that setup to get to the actual saw movie portion of the saw movie is so egregiously long i would have loved and i don't even know necessarily how you necessarily even do it but like i would have loved just like some kind of something where like he had hope and then it was like i mean you would have had to set it before the first movie i guess uh in order to even do that necessarily but like just something where it would have been more focused on his journey to try to like cure his cancer and like what he gets into like the car whenever the car crash happens i can't remember chronologically like a lot of the different because there's so many different things that have happened in this universe so many different little story nuggets but like i think it does enough i i I, I definitely think it does enough i i like the final twist i really 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 enjoyed that as well like i'm just like thinking to myself like I, I, I've been watching these movies for too long so as soon as he gets chained up in his own trap I'm just like this isn't the real trap like as as soon as as soon <laughs> as that no happened, way he would have let this, himself right yeah I'm like he's got a backup plan for this he's jigsaw like he always has a backup plan he's always ready for this so like I knew from the jump I was just like I can't something's gonna happen here like something's happening yeah I, it's it's something's definitely gonna come up because you haven't heard hello Zep" yet you haven't heard that theme that comes up when you get that final twist reveal at the end of the movie like when that theme plays that's when you know it's all turned around that's true like i said like without that like without that it's not a saw movie like you have to hear hello Zep."
0: yeah i kind of uh when i when they were doing the blood boarding uh trap and he was in there with carlos i i did kind of think okay well He's gonna be fine. Plus, we know he's gonna be fine because of future movies. But, well,
1: yeah, exactly. But
0: I mean, I, I'm just like, where? How does he get out of this? You know? So I kind of with you, where I was like, something's going on. I here. knew like, something I,
1: was coming, and I enjoyed yeah. it when it got there. I did enjoy it when it got there. I yeah. liked, I liked that twist, and I like I did too. I like her still being alive potentially, although I don't know to what end because everybody else associated with John Kramer slash Jigsaw is dead. So, yeah, I,
0: I liked it on one hand that you leave that dangling out there because let's be honest, there's no way they're not going to make another one of these movies. So, oh, for sure. you got to leave some people out there. These have a budget of like $6. Next. Like- <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But I also remember kind of being disappointed because, I mean, she was the big bad man. She was the one that was really like just vicious. Like, I mean, she was ready to kill that kid Carlos to prove sure. her point. Yeah. I mean, you know, she was the most abhorrent person in this movie, frankly. True. So to see her live from that perspective is kind of a bummer.
1: Well, this Um, is this is what I wanted to talk to you about earlier. When I said early in the episode, shooting fish in a barrel, at one point, early in the movie, like after he captures them, these are people that literally they are cancer patients, terminal cancer patients that they offer hope to and it like john kramer has a great point in the movie that like you take away the last thing that these people have that's hope you mm-hmm. know like and you scam them like so on one hand i'm just like it's like they may have well just made them nazis too while they were at it like they just like made them like as detestable as they possibly could have and mm-hmm. in, in terms of villains but then like as the movie kind of went on i'm just kind of like isn't that a little easy like isn't that a little bit too easy like i like I like some of the other Saw movies because the characters were more morally grayer. They were more complex than just like mm-hmm. cartoonish evil bad guy. Like I said, they they may have they may have well have, have marched these guys out in Gestapo uniforms in and, and, and as as full on full on Nazis. Like they really wanted them to be that cartoonishly yeah. over the top. Not that this kind of thing doesn't even happen because it does. But like that, it's it's it was too easy, too shooting fish in a barrel for me. And, and I really like my Saw movies to be. Yeah, I, I like it when it's 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 people that are more like you know maybe maybe they've just made a couple of bad decisions or a couple of bad choices, mm-hmm. but they're not like they're not overall
0: like completely bad people. You know, like you want to be able to connect to them in some. It way. puts
1: you it, it it puts you when you're watching this movie. The one thing about Saw movies when I'm watching these movies, I never want to be in a position where I'm rooting for the trap to succeed, where I'm rooting for the person to not get out of the okay. trap and die. Like that makes because. Sense. I want them to, like, in in whatever twisted way, watching it, like, with the John Kramer perspective, I want them to escape because I want them to find the redemption that he wants them to find because maybe they're not okay. bad people and they've just made some kind of mistake or stumble somewhere along the way. Like I said, these are, like, cartoon bad guys that are, like, ripping off dying cancer patients. Like, you're watching them in the traps and you're like, good, I hope they all die. Yeah, good, drain all their blood right out of them. Give me all that bone marrow. I'm, you know, I don't want to be that person And I feel like the movie wants me to be that person watching this movie.
0: I think it spoon fed us that because it really wanted us to sympathize with Kramer. And the only way we were going to do that is if we just hated these people that he was going after, because he's trying to get, I mean, essentially this is a revenge movie too. I mean, he's out for, I mean, he's out for revenge for what they did to him. And for, like you said, ripping away that last bit of hope that he had. So, You know, think about any revenge movie that you like where you're following the person that's seeking the revenge or that's taking it out. Yeah. I mean, you're nine times out of ten on their side. Like, yeah, kill them, you know, the bride and kill Bill. Yeah, Yeah, kill all of them, you know, fuck those people, you know. So that's kind of the, the angle this movie took. The only exception might be like Gabriella because... Um, she seemed a little more innocent. You know, she was the one that was kind of hooked on, I think it was Oxy that she was um, addicted to. Yeah, I I think so. And I don't know. I felt like he had a soft spot for her because he had gotten her the gift that he was going to bring her before he left town. And so she was a little bit like, and she did and she got out of her trap too, by the way, she was the only one that successfully got out of her trap. And then this bitch, peterson <laughs> is the one that ended up killing her and deciding yeah, her fate even, which even
1: course- more over the top mustache twirly exactly yeah like, exactly, think, yeah. like uh, think susan sarandon and blue beetle levels of like maybe not that scenery chewing but that that <laughs> level of like over-the-top villainy where it's just like okay like th- that like i said the early saw movies especially like it, maybe maybe they were they, like they weren't necessarily like terrible bad people or whatever mm. You know, they've just like, you know, made a couple of bad choices or like whatever.
0: Well, it it means a lot when it means a lot when a horror movie or really any movie can get the audience to root for the villain and root for the quote unquote hero at different points throughout the movie. And in this movie, you don't really get a chance to do that. You're just with you're with Tobin Bell the whole time. I think it really
1: wants to give you more sympathy for and more compassion for. John Kramer as a as a character, and I feel like that's the only thing it's interested in doing. Uh, Like I said, it's not bad. It's it's, I don't think it's a bad movie by any means. But I I was I was looking when I was I was grabbing the bathroom photo for my backdrop for the video, and I was seeing like five star reviews for this thing. Like people Mm -hmm. rating this like best saw movie ever, like best horror movie. Like oh my god, like it's so good. I'm just like no, no. I think it does a lot of things that I really. Like I said, I mean, I, I, I really feel like it could have it could have tightened up the runtime for sure. Mm-hmm. Gotten Costas Mandalore as far away from it as possible. <laughs> I know he's alive during this time, but you really didn't. I didn't even need to hear his voice. Like I, the yeah. phone call where he even refers to him as detective where you don't hear his voice was almost too far for me. I was just like,
0: yeah, Pfft. they did that for you. They yeah, probably they did, did that for you. Kevin the show was just like, and- I
1: know there's I know there's one guy that in particular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, we're wrapping up on Saw X. I'll, I'll just say I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I think it's, you know, I would have to reflect, I would have to rewatch some of the other films because it's been a long time. And like I said, I don't remember the plot lines for a lot of them, to be honest, but I love the first couple movies. And then I really like this one. It's in my top two or three, I think, in the Saw franchise. I just love how they gave us time to spend with John Kramer as a person. I really really did enjoy that stuff. And yeah. that's funny, it's me good. being the me being the horror guy that's always salivating. I mean, I was really digging that stuff, man. It was it was cool to kind of, you know, get into his personal kind of space and kind yeah. of see the things that the things that he's battling with that you know would take us on this journey for many many years to come. But the marketing for it hurt that experience as well. So yeah. It's kind of a conflicting thing for me, but overall it's a recommend, especially if you're a horror fan and definitely if you're a Saw fan. Yeah. Uh, don't let this one slip by. Check it out. Saw X. Any uh final thoughts, everybody?
1: This this franchise has done infinitely worse. Uh you you I guarantee you you've seen four or five worse Saw movies, probably. Uh at at the very least. The only problem is is no matter what, with the Saw franchise as a whole, gee you're still written into the corner of John Kramer's dead. Like you killed him off in the third movie.
0: He's dead. He's gone with a saw. So
1: the only way you can keep bringing Tobin Bell back (laughs) is to keep writing these random inserts or to just have random other, jigsaw apprentices show up and then have flashbacks to him training them and here's why you didn't really hear from them all this time or didn't see them all this time like they did with dr gordon in the seventh one like all of a sudden you find out he's a secret jigsaw apprentice after he had to saw off his own foot you know like he's been a secret jigsaw apprentice and then they have all those flashbacks to show how he secretly hoped behind the scenes to set up these god like uh, i'm really glad like this movie passes for me on that fact alone that it didn't tread that same ground i really thought we were going to go into this and they were going to establish some new character that was going to very clearly be like the future jigsaw for future sequels although i'm intrigued to see where they're going to go with the franchise from here i really am
0: yeah me as well all right, guys, there you go. That was our discussion on Saw X leading up to Halloween, guys. We've been doing all these horror movie reviews. Last week we did Totally Killer. Totally Saw X this week. Gerald's still wrong about Totally, totally Killer, by the way. Mm. Mm-hmm. You liked Totally Killer better than Saw X according to your rankings. I just I did. wanted That's to throw true. that out there.
1: I did. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If uh. I wasn't such a fan, <laughs> if if I wasn't such a fan of the Saw franchise, I probably wouldn't be as hard on this movie as yeah. I'm doing.
0: No, like I'd probably I be
1: I'd, I'd probably be more in line with you or maybe well, nah, not an eight. I think eight would be a little high, but I, I definitely would be higher. I'm being harsher with it because I love it so much. I get that. I, I get want that. it to be better. I want it to reach the heights of saw one, saw three for me.
0: All right. Well, uh, six from Nick and a seven from me on Saw X, which I think puts us at a six point five cumulatively. Whoa! Uh, on Saw X, I'm getting Whoa. good, buddy. I've been taking some uh, Rosetta Stone. Wait a minute, that's not math, is it? What is that? The Spanish? <laughs> 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 what are the what's the math ones? He's been remember. he's
1: been learning how to speak uh, uh, speak French or uh, something like that.
0: Yeah, and somehow it helps my math a little bit. But uh, next week, guys, we'll come back and we'll finish up our Halloween episodes, our horror-centric episodes. Coming down the road in a couple weeks, we're going to be doing the new Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. But up first next week, we'll be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's, which uh, Nick is keen to see, which makes me excited. I'm
1: super excited for did it. You I see, saw um, what, did you guys? see
0: the Nicolas Cage uh, one that was kind of like that, where he... What was that called? I'm going to look it up while you, while you talk.
1: Oh, I don't even know. But not, I saw a new trailer for it when I saw Saw X today. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, it, it only made me a little bit more excited because I feel like, like we've talked before about how we hope it kind of leans into that over-the-top tone. And judging by the new trailer, I feel like even more comfortable that it's definitely going to do that. So... I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see when uh, when we when we get to the theaters to uh, when we get to the theaters to check it out. I almost did. I almost caught yeah. saw in the, uh, in the in with the digital as well because I really just ran out of time this weekend and I was just like, man, am I even going to be able to get to the theater to check this thing out in the theater? But I did have time, so I'm glad I did. Plus, it was like did I could too. spend twenty. Well, it, I was going to buy it if anything else. It was twenty dollars to rent it, but twenty five dollars to buy it. I would have just spent the extra five like to buy it if that was the case
0: i always opt to go to the theater but i was on kid duty this weekend like i told you so i had to watch it
1: why couldn't you take the
0: why couldn't you take the kids i did take my kid to the theater ironically we went to see the nightmare before christmas they re-released it for the 30th anniversary but i rented this thing uh last night which would have been saturday night and i watched it in like 20-minute increments like <laughs> finish it because i had to put it all over like my kid was in the shower i put it all when my kid was at his friend's house like i was like watching it when the, my kids weren't around uh to complete the viewing but Man. i would have preferred to have seen it in the theater like you Man. did the movie, uh, the movie i was talking about did you ever see willie's wonderland when nicholas no. came out a few years ago no so that's a uh five nights at freddy's kind of uh shtick as well like he's the security guard in this like place that has these animatronics and i just uh,
1: want the so here's what i want the plot of five nights at freddy's to be and i I haven't read anything about it so i don't know if this is true but i want the killer robots to have come back to life because of how bad the pizza was at five nights at freddy's (laughs) or at freddy's (laughs) or whatever because like i mean obviously this is meant to be like a like a parody of of chuck e cheese or whatever sure like i I remember growing up we'll talk about this more next week too I'm sure but like I remember growing up and having pizza birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese and that pizza was legendary deep dish covered absolutely oozing piles of cheese so good like when I became a parent and took my kids to Chuck E. Cheese that pizza turned into legitimately you could have eaten a cardboard box and it would have tasted better than that pizza like it became god-awful terrible like Think of the worst Little Caesars pizza you've ever had, and then it was—it's worse than that.
0: How dare you, sir? How dare you? Pizza, pizza. I hate you.
1: I want the robots to come (laughs) to life because the pizza (laughs) is so bad, and that's why they initially came to life.
0: That'd be the best. They want the old recipe. They want the old pizza recipe back.
1: (laughs) You know what? No, you know what? Even better. I want them to. I want it to basically just be. I know. I know, based on Chuck E. Cheese, but I, I want them to basically just be making like a real life version of. The Simpsons episode where like the itchy and scratchy animatronics at the theme park come to life. <laughs> Do sure. they defeat him by taking a photo of him with the photo flash? If that happens in this movie, Gerald, I'll cry in the theater. <laughs> I promise you, I will sob uncontrollably. Oh man, it better I'm gonna happen. Be
0: th- I'm going to be thinking about you when pizza gets incorporated into the plot somehow. <laughs> I'll be like, wow, he it wins. already <laughs> did. I, it, I saw Nick in the trailer. Won.
1: In the trailer, I saw like I saw a whole bunch of like Freddy's pizza boxes <laughs> or something like that.
0: So. that's it man alright next week guys we will reconvene and we will discuss five nights at Freddy's which will finish our October episodes where we had a run on None horror, horror movies horror here and ever. then Woo. and then well, I didn't say that but we're gonna come back with Killers of the Flower Moon which I'm also very excited I'm going to check that out this week on my day off three and a half hours Nick Martin Scorsese talk about doing it in shifts I don't know maybe I should have done that one in shifts but uh, we'll be checking that out in a couple weeks I'm looking forward to all that stuff with you buddy uh, no comment section this week, guys. What can I say? Uh, I mean, I until I can get my four-year-old to post on social media for me, I, it just didn't happen today. But uh, we'll return the comment section for you next week so you can drop those questions in there for us. And we will see you next but week I did when we get it Five in. Nights at Freddy's. Nick, get some uh, cardboard pizza in you, and, and we'll talk about it.